Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I appreciate you tuning in today. And if you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Maria Casillas, and I'm your host. I'm going to give you a quick background of who I am and why I show up to this podcast. Um, In a nutshell, my husband and I found a way to create a $130,000 turnaround in about four and a half years, making only about sixty dollars to $65,000 a year. And I have always been very passionate about helping others do the things that worked well for us. And so I just thought this would be kind of a fun way to share our story and just kind of let you know some of the faux pas that we experienced and the ups and the downs and some of the things that we learned along the way. Now, I obviously made many mistakes along the way, and I will continue to do so. (laughs) So uh, I hope you don't take what I say as gospel truth, but I do think that the things that we experience are valuable in the sense that we have learned from them, and I think that you can learn from any of our mistakes as well. Plus, I'm a huge advocate of vicarious learning, which basically means you learn from other people's mistakes. So listen, if you're tuning in and you can learn from my mistakes, then you can save yourself some of the heartache that we went through. God bless you. I'd rather you do that than to have to make those mistakes yourself. So welcome. If you are tuning in again for the first time, you're going to hear a little bit about our history and some of the insights that we've created along the way. And along the way, I'm also going to share with you just some of the tools and systems that I've started with and kind of tweaked to really work with our current lifestyle. So welcome, welcome. Okay, so I want to get into the topic that I promised my group that I would talk about. And if you are not yet part of my group, please feel free to join in on there. I have not been super consistent in posting. I'm not going to mince words about that. This pregnancy has me kind of in a few different directions over the last few months. However, when I do jump on, I love engaging with those who are seeing the posts and are interacting with me. So if you have not yet joined that group, it is called Make My Money Behave, and you can easily find that in the Facebook groups, and then just request to join. You'll answer a few simple questions, and I will approve you. In that group, I said last week that on this episode, I was going to talk about the difference between risk and being risky. So taking a risk and being risky or engaging in risky behavior. And I know that if you were to look up the definitions of those two things, they're going to look very, very similar. So some of you might be like, what is the difference and does it really matter? Well, when it comes to money, I do think that there's a difference and I do believe that it matters because I think it can make all the difference between your short-term and your long-term results. One example of taking a risk versus being risky or engaging in risky behavior that has nothing to do with money but can drive home this point is the idea of hopping on the highway. If you drive on the highway, especially by my house, by the way, um, our, I feel like there is a stretch of highway between our home and like the next exit where it's like a death trap. And so really any time that I decide to put my vehicle onto that stretch of highway or any highway for that matter, I'm taking a risk because there is risk involved with 
jumping on the highway, right? I mean, you can only control what you do with your vehicle. You can't control what other people do with theirs. And your vehicle may have a mind of its own. So if you have a blown out tire, that is a circumstance that you may not be able to control. And so therefore, you're taking a risk every single time you hop in the car and drive anywhere. But being risky or engaging in risky behavior might mean something more like not putting a seatbelt on, or if you're driving a motorcycle, not wearing a helmet, or safety strains aside, just driving recklessly, you know, maybe speeding way beyond what you know it to be safe, or weaving in and out of traffic. Those are risky behaviors that you are engaging in. I hope that you're seeing the difference between taking a risk, a calculated risk, and engaging in intentionally risky behaviors. Now let's talk about your money for a second. Jessica in my group actually said that to her, taking a risk means be having a calculated risk. And the example she used was that the stock market might be a risk, but the possibility of a good return is high. Whereas making a risky choice might be, for example, investing in your cousin's pet rock business. Now, I love Jessica's sense of humor using that as an example. And I just want to say she's absolutely right. There is a definite difference between taking a calculated risk and just jumping into something that's risky. I want to share with you real quickly what scenario has gone on in our lives over the last few weeks that brought all of this up to me and made me want to share this with you. That's typically where I get my insights is from the stuff that happens to us. A few weeks ago, my husband was in the position of needing to assess his employment situation. And so there were a couple options on the table and he came to me and said, help me figure out what the best course of action is for our family. Of course, I went into the mode of the pros and the cons and figuring out whether we could live on a a reduced salary or not, because that was one of the options that we had was for him to take another job that he may have actually enjoyed, but we knew that we would be taking a bit of a hit on his salary. Any normal person might say, what in the heck are you thinking? Why would you move down in salary instead of trying to find something that you could move up in? But for me, it was way less about the money and way more about whether or not he would be fulfilled doing the work that he was doing. And so as the primary bookkeeper of the family, if you will, I wanted to show him whether or not making that move would be more of a calculated risk or truly a risky decision that we have made. And so how do you do that? How do you make that distinction? Well, what I decided was the biggest distinction was to put some sort of protection in place. So just like the seatbelt deal, right? So you hop on a highway and you you know it's a little, you've got some risk going on, but if you wear a seatbelt, you reduce your risk a little bit of um, actually being injured if there is an accident. So you are taking steps to ensure that you're not really engaging in risky behavior. And so I wanted to do the same thing when it came to making this decision. So what I did was I decided that our definition of risky would be if he had to take a salary cut so deep that we would no longer be able to meet our everyday needs, then that would be considered risky. If he was to take a cut that was still able to meet our needs, but we'd have to cut back on some of the luxuries that we've enjoyed over the last couple of years, then that would be considered taking a slight risk, but we would not feel like we were engaging in risky behavior, excuse me. 
So that's what I did. I basically sat down and said, okay, here's what we are making right now and here's what you're proposing that we could make. Could we survive on this lower income and be able to build up to what we need or would we be putting our family at risk? Thankfully, I was able to determine that we would be able to survive on that and that we could move forward and have him take that job if that was something that he wanted to do. As it turned out, he ended up not taking that job after all. And perhaps that's why I feel comfortable sharing this story with you today. But I wanted to at least share it with you because I know that there will be times in your life, especially when it comes to your financial decisions, when you have to decide, is this a risk that's worth taking? And really understand what are the pros and cons. If you grabbed nothing else from that story, I want you to understand that for us, it wasn't just about numbers. And a lot of times people get wrapped up in, I have to make the most money and that's the best decision. And that's not always the best decision. Um, In this case, again, he ended up not taking that job, but it wasn't because of the money. And I just want you to understand that. If your intention is just to grab as much money as you possibly can before you leave this earth, then you know maybe that would have been a really poor decision for you to make. For You might think we're nuts, but that's not really our intention. We want to spend money. We want to be able to spend money on things that are important to us. We want the way that we spend money to reflect our values. And sometimes that means making a little bit less so that you can go and do the things that you really enjoy doing. And that needs to be okay. One last thing that I want to point out before I close up today is that risk tolerance is something that is a very personal thing. (laughs) And each one of you who is listening today probably has a different level of risk tolerance. If you have a very low risk tolerance, that basically means that any little thing that feels just a bit risky is going to kind of make your heart race a little bit, right? And you might be a little hesitant to jump into something. Someone with a very high risk tolerance, they don't get as bothered so much by the idea of losing everything. They are more likely to engage in what might be considered risky behavior for someone with a lower risk tolerance. And so I just want you to understand that what I can tolerate might seem very different than what you can tolerate. So as you hear some of the processes that we go through when we're trying to make our decisions, I want you to keep that in mind. I want you to focus more on the actual process and the systems that I use rather than the final decisions that I make. Because those final decisions might look different for you based on your risk tolerance and based on your situation. Having said all of that, I love helping people figure this stuff out and I even do it for free. I have a 30 minute free consult for anybody who requests one. And you know what the cool thing about this is? You actually get to choose the topic. So if there's something, a decision that you're trying to make or you're trying to figure out if something is just a calculated risk versus having risky behavior and you wanna talk about that with me for 30 minutes, let's do that. There's no further obligation for anything. So in this case, it is absolutely risk-free. I guess you could be risking a little bit of vulnerability and maybe even the potential of deciding you want to make some changes. That can be a little scary for some people. So I suppose if that is considered risky for you, then there is that risk. However, uh, it is absolutely free and there's no further obligation. If that's something that interests you, just go to the show notes and find the link to schedule a 30-minute consult with me and we will set up a Zoom call to do that. If you're not able to see the link, and you'd like to hit pause and email me right away, my email address is maria 
at cashinonchange.com. Again, that's maria at cashinonchange.com. And you can just put 30 minute call or something like that in the subject line and I will be sure to set that up for you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.